Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us. And more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين وبرسنا فانس دوت الله هاي فون أعوذ بالله جود وويل إن جود هيلف إن إيمان وفيف إن شاء الله and in today's episode we're gonna continue with our conversation and discussion and with our brother Sheikh Ali Yusuf on the topic of hope and how to keep this beautiful habit alive in our hearts. So without further ado, we will continue where we left off from last week's episode, inshallah. Now, this one, there's another ayah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us and it says, uh, say to my servants, He says, say to my servants, who have transgressed against themselves, that they do not despair of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna Allah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all wrong actions. Allah, he is ever forgiving and he is the most merciful. Now, if you have this in your mind, that even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying to you for those ones who are transgressed themselves, what does that mean? Committing sinah stealing, uh, lying, uh, not praying. These are transgressions against yourself because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sole reason he, he created us is to worship him. So if we're not doing that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what in the next ayah? Do not despair. Do not lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins as long as you come with the repentance, with the bigger sins, and the smaller sins, salah between salah, wudu after wudu, jum'ah after jum'ah, umrah after umrah, hajj after hajj, Ramadan after Ramadan. You have all those windows and avenues that are open for you, for you to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to ask for forgiveness. So it's a beautiful, beautiful setting. All what we need to do now is just to delve into it. It's like a sea of knowledge. So yes. when you head into it, you won't even have time to entertain and all these kind of things. And one lecture you listen to uh, one single day will change your life. Yes. So investing in your future, really, that's why, you know, that's when I realized about the habits, like in creating good habits today is like investing in your future, isn't it? That's what you're really doing because you get the reward, like I mentioned, um, bad habits reward you today but their consequences in the future <laughs> and good habits, their consequences is today because they're difficult and hard to do, but they reward in the future in it because you're really investing in your future whenever you do a good habit today, ain't you really, when you think about it like that, because 
Allah say you will find it with you'll find it whatever good you do today you'll find it with him so it's also knowing that and also going back to the ayah where he said and and because they'll do oh you my servant who has transgressed himself because you know that's and that's so that i had is so powerful if you can recall it at that moment because sometimes when you have the bad habits and psychology they, they know that every bad habits you, you, you see everybody's got their conscious in it they're the mirror so naturally when you get rewarded by that particular bad habit straight away after the immediate gratification or pleasure you get from that you feel bad, you feel shame, you feel guilty. And these are all powerful negative emotions, right? And and of course, if you don't change, they build up, innit? After weeks, months of doing that. You're absolutely right. Because now, this takes us back to once you, once you plan, and then you know your expectations, you know your aims and objectives. Yes. Yeah, so our number one aim is for us, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us, and then for us to go to Jannah. Okay, yeah. but before Jannah, you're gonna go to you're gonna go through trials and tribulations and difficulties and problems. So these are the gateway to paradise. So you setting these goals and saying, you know what, I need to change. When can I change? And we hate changes anyway. As a sci as a scientist, <laughs> uh, as a street scientist, Mr. Ibrahim, you will yeah. you will probably shed a light on that. But we hate change, and yeah. it, this comes with a. This, 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 you have to have the, last time we talked about the four Ds of success, you have the desire, yeah. the determination. Yeah, so this yeah. will give you the, the idea of you saying, okay, let me move home. Now, I always ask this question myself, as, as the Prophet Sallallahu already uh, mentions in the Hadith, the Hadith actually, I can, I will not be able to quote the Hadith itself fully, but there's a part of it where he says, every single slave of Allah has one sin that they always commit. Yeah. So it stays with them. So that's in itself. Now, you think to yourself, okay, do I need to continue? Do I need to stop? Why? Because do you think that you will enter paradise without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do you think you will enter Jannah? You will enter paradise without tests and trials and tribulations and, and such? No. You're not gonna, it's in the Quran, you're not gonna enter Jannah. You have to suffer first. You have to you have to go through adversity, you have to go through difficulty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will shake you will be shaken in a spirit that even the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the faithful who were um, helping to, to to help were crying. You know, what I mean they were like, What will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help come? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the help. So it's not an easy task that you're gonna wake up. Go to Jannah. No, you have to work hard for it. Yes, uh, no, definitely. Yeah, because this is the nature of life, in it. And just to go back to the hadith as well, you, you know, like one of the things that makes change change is challenging because we already mentioned like when there's a part of our nafs that doesn't like change, and this is the this is the actual test of this part of our soul that doesn't like that. In, you know, in the nafs that's always commanding us bad stuff. So this way, and also like, you know, a personal factor, every single person has got unique strength and unique weakness. So sometimes our downfall is our own weakness because the first thing is like we mentioned before is being aware of what your particular weakness is. Like for, for example, some people's weakness is gonna be fitting of women. Other ones gonna be money. Other people is gonna be an addiction. Some people is actually obsessive and worry. They worry obsessively. And like, you know, we just mentioned, like, instead of having hope, they fear so much. 
that you know the fee they, they they got like no hope no not even an ounce of hope they just excessive fee and if you if you always got fee then anxiety and shaitan and Allah mentions that shaitan puts fear into us even when when you want to give sadaqa charity mm. to be poverty and stuff like this so so everybody's got some sort of a weakness and that's the first thing is to realize what your weakness is and if you fall into it then you know if you know when you fall into it you can come back from repentance again like repenting from Allah because you know this is your weakness in it because straight away you can uh fell to my old weakness or collect so that's another thing and this and also preparing ourselves mentally you know like it's like you know olympic and olympic winners there's been four years just preparing for that event four weeks event <laughs> yep. just imagine it's a four week event there's been four years what about us i ask are we preparing ourselves for a lifetime <laughs> a psychological challenge of you know not just for one they they prepared themselves for the psychological challenge of winning mm, the olympic yeah. gold medal just for that one month four years what about a lifetime how do we prepare ourselves for the psychological challenge of staying firm stay focusing on purpose because you know you got distractions in it you got distraction yes. and what another thing i just wanted you to touch on is you know where you just said you know like sometimes trials sometimes trials with Allah mentions in there stuff and I had where he mentions that sometimes what you think is good for you is actually bad for you and what you think is bad for you is actually good for you and from my own experience before I let you expand on that I see sometimes when you go through difficulties it's kind of you you discover gifts about yourselves and you discover things that you didn't know but I let you expand on that <laughs> yeah it's is is going back to the point that you mentioned which is like people getting ready and getting getting prepared for what's to come It, it's a valid point is a point that you can actually take forward and say you know what put it this way if myself now as we said earlier as we started with we said uh, nobody's perfect so sure. we all have our own um, issues every single person have their own issues the best way yeah the best way is to talk about it so for us having these conversations we actually shed a light on things that used to be brushed under the carpet so yeah. like the mental thoughts of of someone thinking of either positive or negative and where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts you on these trials and these tribulations and these and these tests Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing your patience Allah can just give it to you Allah can just make you rich today is is nothing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya as a prophet is this world life as a prophet told us is not worth anything like a, a, a wink of a of a of a mosquito janah al ba'uda so is allah can just make you rich one day but allah is putting you all these allah is putting us all these trials to see who's the best one who's the best one among you who's the one that will come out who will be the winner as you mentioned now uh, uh, getting ready for 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 the olympics so patience is the best one and when do you have patience sabr allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always rewards uh, as-sabirin he says so many verses in the quran allah will reward people who are patient and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already told us in the ayah it says wala nabluwannakum shay'un like we will test you we will put you trials and tribulations in terms of your health in terms of your wealth in terms of your well-being in terms of your family and then 
What does he say is at the end? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be with the ones who are patient. And when something happens to them, they say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. Allah we belonged and Allah we shall return to him. So, and then if you leave something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is telling us in the Quran, Man taraka shay'an lillah. Whoever leaves something for the sake of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace it for them, something which is even better, greater. So all what we need to do now is we need to believe in this. We need to, 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 to say, okay, right, I have all these khayrat and, 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 and beautiful, beautiful things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden it for me, all my sins and all my uh, despair and everything else. So as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has hidden all these sins and, and things for me, then I need to, be, to show gratitude, to be grateful to Allah and to go back to Allah to himself. Going back to the sins themselves, and as you mentioned earlier, as having uh, uh, these regular sins that we commit. I was listening to, I wanted just to throw this in there. I was listening to the Sheikh on the other day, and he was saying, imagine if every single sin that we commit has a certain smell that will come out of your body when you come to your gathering and, and, and places that you go. And for example, now yesterday you commit uh, backbiting, you were backbiting someone. If everyone knows that backbiting has a certain smell, and when you come in, they can smell, oh, he was backbiting last night. He said that would be absolutely, no one will stay on the, on the face of earth. Everyone will kill themselves. And, but now, out of Allah's rahmah, Allah has hidden that for us. So nobody knows about it. Allah is between you and Allah. Nobody else knows what's in your heart. So this, this should be another uh, uh, a point, a reference point, that you always go back to say, oh, Allah has forgiven me. Allah has hidden my sins for me. So how can I show my respect, my gratitude, my gratefulness? How can I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So if you leave something for the sake of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace it for you, something which is greater, but it comes with a test and the reward is for you be patient, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will see great things that will, that will happen. Do you know, all the ulamas and all the successful, successful people, they didn't just wake up one day and get there. No, they, they went through a lot. Even you and me, myself, you can, we, we can relate back to the past and say, you know what? I had that difficulty on that particular time. And then I turned to Allah and Allah has changed my life. Yes, it, it, it happened. And it can happen to, 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 to any one of us right now. Yeah. Now, even if you look at the Prophet when he was expelled, he was expelled from his city, <laughs> and then ten years later, he's coming back as a conqueror. So it goes to show. And also in Ibn Taymiyyah, he was outcasted, and then you see a lot of scholars, and you know, when they trouble, they end up writing books. And so sometimes difficult things we have to realize as well. It's like um, an opportunity, and um, to discover something about yourself because, like you know, because we don't really we don't really go out of our comfort zone. Most, most people don't deliberately go out because it's scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. So and that sometimes pushes you to step out of your comfort zone with a difficult challenge in your way. And then you end up learning something. That's what I find my, my own experience. Like there's things that you wouldn't attempt to do, but then once a challenge comes in your life, it's kind of like you're forced to, Allah forces you to go through that. And then you discover like even just habits, I don't think I will ever discover about habits <laughs> and the nature and the psychology of habits if I didn't go through those years and years of struggling to break a bad habit and then becoming curious just from making a dua, asking Allah 
and to help me to break that bad habits. And then suddenly I feel like the doors of habits were open for me. <laughs> you know, when you said Allah will open doors for you. I didn't realize that the doors of habit or trying to understand them was. So well, I told people, and another thing is, is also try to remember, and this is a practical habit, you know, just talking about practical habit, is trying to remember particularly any difficult challenges you've overcome. Just try to recall, get into a habit of recalling it maybe once a day. And then you just remember the strength that gives you hope, you know, it gives you that hope. Allah, I got through that before. You know what I mean? And also remembering things that you have, because people have got, you know, and what they call in psychology, like negative intrusive thoughts. So they always have negative thoughts because research shows out of, out of say 10 things, we spot nine negative things before we spot one positive thing. <laughs> so it's creating a mindset where you get into the habit of spotting more positive things in your life. Then because you say that's tricking and say Allah says if you get in, in triggered by Shaytan, say because he's trying to make you see the negative. It's like now, you know, recently when you see the Palestine and in the truth the other day, like you it's it's kind of easy to look at all those images and become hopeless. Do you get what I mean? Not realizing that this this is not nothing new, this is just another timing challenge because you see many empires have come. And they've done the same thing to other people. And then eventually they were crushed by others as well. So what do you think, like to pay attention more, to create a mindset where you deliberately pay attention? Gratitude. Yeah, yeah because uh, like positive thoughts are good for you and for your environment. One, like for example, for me personally, as a, as a life experience, uh, there's so many things that I've done in the past that today I would think to myself, you know what? Had I known that this was a waste of time, um, there was a time that I, I was I was actually obsessed with the WWE, uh, yeah. and I used to watch it a lot. And uh, yeah. this is a long time ago. And then yeah. now, as a parent, uh, as, as as a teacher, I I always speak to my students and I say, "Why are you playing games all the time?" Then I go back to how I was in the past, and then I think to myself, "You know what?" I need to give them the tools for them to actually change and put more effort into their work rather than yeah. criticizing. Yeah. So criticism, it's yeah. not, it's not gonna get, it's not, it will not get, get you anywhere. But if you have someone that actually nowadays, if someone comes to you and, and gives you advice, it's, it's a blessing. If someone comes to you today and gives you money, that I would be more than happy for someone to give me advice and say to me, Ali, what you're doing is incorrect. You need to do it like this. You need to do that. I'd be more, I'd appreciate that. But back in the yeah. days, I would be thinking, why are you always looking at me? There's so many people that are doing this, 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 this. So now this is where we deflect yeah, um, criticism to, to others and we become defensive. So this is the one way that you can block off people talking to you, people advising you. And nowadays, how we advise people it's mm -hmm. also an element of this, this advice not reaching others. Just listening five minutes to someone and their problems, they'll appreciate that for the rest of their life. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to Musa when he sent him to, to, to Fir'aun? Fir'aun is the one who said, I am your Lord. He has he reached that status. There was no trance, anyone who's more committed, more sins than him. What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to him? He said to him, 
said to him a speech which was like soft. And, and he might, he might, he might come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah has hope for him. So nowadays we need, to have, we need to go to people. We need to speak to the youngsters. We need to speak to the community. We need to speak to our mothers, our sisters, our aunties, and everybody else, our neighbors. And, and yes. try to reach out to them. Try to understand where they're coming from. Kindly, nicely. We need to be sincere when we advise it also. There's nothing hidden behind it. It's a sincere advice. So these are the practical things that we can actually put in there where we can change the mindset and where we can change how people are nowadays they perceive uh, advice and, and, and conversations. So advice, yeah. And which reminds me, we're about self-criticism because that's another thing. Like some people, they criticize me that I'm bad, I'm useless. And that would probably go back to what you mentioned earlier because if you're thinking like that, because I, was, I, think, I think I mentioned to you the other day and I got that book called Self-Talk in Sports. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of interesting book. And, and they were saying like, you know, athletes, like if they're losing a point, like tennis, for example, if somebody's losing a point uh, of, they've, of they've lost a major point and then they start saying, oh, I'm an idiot, I'm useless, you know? And if you, from that moment on, they say, look, what will happen is that self-criticism, you're going to deteriorate from there. So you're more likely to lose the game than hey, they were as if, you know, if you take a neutral stand and observe and say like, oh, okay, what did I do wrong? What, what, what can I make better? You know what I mean? So, so ask you, so what, what went well? What could be better? Do you get what I mean? So like self-criticism, because sometimes if you criticize other people, it's understandable, mm. but also self-criticizing ourselves as well, probably that would, that's another thing, like I was saying, that, that would deteriorate your hope as well, isn't it? <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So for me personally, rather than self-criticism, do you know what I use? I use self-evaluation. Yeah, sir. So I evaluate myself and I say, okay, so what have I done right this month? And what have I done wrong this month? Yeah. And then how can I outweigh the good and the bad? So this yeah. gives it a hope and a motive. Yeah. And, and I have that trust within myself that I can say, you know what? Rather than criticizing myself, yes, the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned uh, every single uh, uh, human being commits a mistake. Uh, the ones who are the best ones are the ones who repent and go back to Allah. So you think to yourself, okay, I can error, I can make mistakes, sure. I can commit sins, but what can I do to rectify that situation? Rather than criticizing yeah. myself, I'm actually self-evaluating. And uh, most of the time what I do is uh, what I learned from you about five years ago, or three, four and a half years ago, self-technology. So I speak to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to myself and I yeah. say, where am I today? Where do I need to be? I'm walking on the street and I'm talking, to, I'm having a conversation with myself actually. Yeah, yeah, question, yeah. answer, discussion. And yeah, thanks yeah. to you. Actually, can you, if, you can, if you can give us a, 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 just a minute of, of, of the self-technology uh, part yeah. of the year. Someone else yeah. might benefit from it. Yeah, no, you know, I became interested in, in the, what, what basically, you know, when I was struggling, I was researching and then I noticed and I became interested in the role our thoughts plays in self-motivation and self-control and self-determination. This is what I was interested in. Then I read, as I was investigating, I realized we don't, and then I noticed most people when I was speaking to, I noticed that we don't talk about thinking, like we don't think about thinking. Do you get what I mean? We don't, and I say thinking is like a, 
It's a miraculous gift from Allah mm. that we forget that it's, 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 this is a gift. The ability to think is what distinguishes us. Then I realized that thinking is actually a skill. So like now, even you doing that, self-evaluating, yeah? That's a skillful way of reflection. Then I realized that successful people, they, they have a way of thinking. So it becomes a mindset because your think, it becomes your thinking style. So like you now, you might call it self-evaluation or self-talk or whatever, but really that's your thinking style. You're asking yourself a question, then you're looking for the answer. If you don't know the answer, you'll ask somebody else. Which, so I realized that this, so you wanted to become a, your mindset. Do you know what I mean? It's like now when you have a hopeful mindset, Mm-hmm. Is you programmed yourself in in having personal done in Allah, and you also having the uh, in balancing it with fear. You know, like you fear Allah, but you say Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, but you also hope that He will forgive you. So once it becomes a mindset, it becomes your mindset. So say mindset, self talk knowledge is basically it's the way you talk to yourself. But you could also call it thinking style. It's your thinking style, or it's a mindset. So you say mindset or mentality is a cluster of thoughts. With information and attached and with information and attached emotion. Because remember thoughts and feelings. Like if you have a if you have a husnul done of Allah, then it means it's accompanied by a hopeful feeling. So do you get what I mean? So it's like a heads and tails. So if you have a hope, if you have a positive expectation, you also got a hopeful feeling. Do you see what I mean? Mm. So it's like it's like that so what i realized was the way you deliver so so again it will come back down to asking yourself question like what is the purpose of life so if you believe your purpose is to is to worship allah and you're going to meet him then you're going to start taking account of yourself because you're going to become aware of your shortfalls you, you become aware and you're going to be so you're hopeful of in success you know in the hereafter but you're also fearful that you could also be, go to hell, you know what I mean? So it's that balance. So you're always holding yourself accountable today to try to shape your future. So I'll give you a story that illustrates this. You know, in Umar bin Khattab, anhu, mm-hmm. there's a story in Anas, Anas, in Anas, anhu, was one day when it was the Amur al-Muminin. He went into a park and he saw Umar bin Khattab anhu, sitting in the park by himself, talking to himself. So he's going, fear Allah, fear Allah or Allah will punish you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was saying to himself. And another story, another time, he another time he stood up and he went, he he, he led the prayer, then he stood up and to speak and he, like to, to give a talk and in after the salat. And he said, he told a story. This straight into the story, he went like this. You know, when I was a kid and I used to be in uh, Shebit, and, and my mom and parents used to pay me and with Timir, with Tamar, yeah, Timur, yeah, dates. They used to pay me with that. And then he sat back down. And then it was um, it was, was Abdurrahman bin Aus. Abdurrahman bin Aus. Then Abdurrahman, yeah, Abdurrahman bin Aus radiallahu anhu said to him, What are you doing? Why did you just stand up and tell that story? You just made yourself look like, you know, like in like not good in front of the people. He said, I did it on purpose. He said, because my naf, my soul was telling me, Oh Umar, look, you used to be a shepherd. Now look at you, you're the Amirul Mu'minin. There's no one between you and Allah. <laughs> you see? So Shaitan and Nafa trying to trick him to think that he's now reached greatness. So instead he said he wanted to bring his soul down to, to remind where he come from. So that's what happens. Sometimes if you if you're a good person, mm-hmm. Shaitan and your Nafa start telling you, oh, you're great, you're gonna go to paradise. You know, and so that means it's the opposite. It, it that means excessive, excessive, you know, excessive in hope. 
Mm. You know what I mean? You start thinking that you're great or something like this. <laughs> so that's the danger. That's the danger. And the other one, of course, is you can belittle yourself and berate yourself to the point where you make yourself like anxious and worry and fear of the future. So it's that balance in it. And the way you do that, it's like the way I see, like you say, we obviously like from Islam perspective, saying you, you have to cultivate good habits today that you hope will, and then you hope that Allah accepts them of you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you try your best, like Allah said, worship your, your Lord to the best of your ability. So that as long as you feel you're trying your best to the best of your ability, yep. now you can't hold yourself accountable to the best of your ability if you're not aware. You get what I mean? Yep. Or if no. you're not trying. You get it? No, <laughs> so that's not. why I'm like, yeah, self-talk comes in, like it's a thinking style. It's, it's a thinking style. Even on those sports people, they say there's two types of, um, different types of self-talk. For example, like now, they, they call it, they distinguish in it, they call it, for example, goal-directed and goal-directed self-talk. So that's like a motivational. So it's like, for example, in a, 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 about a week or two, I was thinking to myself, you know what, get Ali, ask him to talk about hope. See, that's goal-directed self-talk. <laughs> and now, subhanAllah, here we are. Then obviously I send you the message and said, oh, Ali, would you want to do this? So that means that was my goal-directed self-talk because I was thinking about the next few episodes, thinking ahead about the next few episodes. Then I was thinking to do one on hope, obviously because of the people and the family member and or the other two people who have committed suicide. But also, even that, that means that's negative self-talk. So, so you got, so you got, and uh, you got goal. So you got goal directed and intentions, intention setting goals or whatever. Then you got spontaneous self talk, which is probably like when I ask you a question or you ask me a question, it's whatever you've been thinking about it spontaneously. It just brings to mind, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Uh, I think we will conclude with the with the with the point, which is like nowadays, stress and anxiety uh, yeah. are the are the new uh, plague. Of this of this yeah. century, as for me personally, and yeah. depression and fatigue and, and showing sadness uh, will yeah. only try to strip hope away from us. Sad. And like when we say hope, then another word this is where the English teaching comes in now. <laughs> uh, you have uh, <laughs> uh, uh, hopelessness, so you have you are yeah. hopeless. People say, "Oh, this yeah. person doesn't have no hope." This is not good yeah. for you. For, yeah. for someone to say, "Oh, there's no hope," it's it's not nice. It's always good to have anticipations and, 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 and have that good thinking uh, uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And also the Prophet sallallahu and, and, and even in other religions, they always encourage to have yeah. that guidance and, and, and also to understand that if you commit a sin, Allah will forgive you. Allah will provide for you. Allah will protect you. Allah yeah. will forgive you. Um, so this is, uh, this is what we need to... To, to put into our minds that mindset mm. that creating that environment and the atmosphere of realizing that we have something great and we can we can explore and we can uh, uh, have an access to what we have right now and share it with others so now sending this message someone will listen to it and then they might benefit from it so this is a practical way of actually creating that positive environment and the positive yes, atmosphere where people can can relate to 
And yeah, but it's, it's, it's always precious to talk to you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's great talking to you as well. I think we'll, we'll call it there because I know you've got to get to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I wouldn't mind continuing, man. Well, I know you'll continue, Ashali. It's great. No, but like you said, I agree with you on that. Like the whole point of even just discussion and sharing is to bring that in, in to inspire hope itself. It's like knowing that you're not the only person who's going through challenges. Everybody goes through challenges. And the test of life is in, is to prepare you really is to prepare ourselves psychologically by getting inspired by information, positive information, and also realizing that you are greater than your weaknesses and you know stronger than your fears and putting your trust in Allah and your hope in Allah and your longing in Allah and making sure you create good habits really in it today to invest in your future. Inshallah, Ali, I'll let you get into work because you're investing in your future there. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, I, I really enjoy uh, listening to the podcast that you post in terms of yeah, Mr. Sure. Abdul Qadouz, uh, Mr. Abdullah Jana, yeah, um, sure. all the people that you have spoken to. It's very beneficial and, uh, and, and, and re reaching out to a lot of people that wouldn't be able to access or wouldn't be able to go and speak to someone about these issues. So it's a khair, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy to be part of it. Uh, and I'm honored like, for you to, to actually, and, and just for a, for a disclaimer, I, I'm not a sheikh. I'm just, maybe you have more, you know, you have more knowledge than me. I'm just like, I'm, I'm a straight, I'm a, what do you call yourself? You, call, you said a street, street scientist. All right, then I'm, I'm a street sheikh in that case, but not. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good, mashallah. <laughs> no, no, give you some more credit, mashallah, to Barabi. You're humble, you're humble, mashallah. No, it's great to have you, Ali. And also, I was going to mention, inshallah, I will, in, in the next few episodes, inshallah, we will be discussing more. Yep. Uh, and inshallah, I want you to be like a co-host because like to share and discuss ideas with you rather than me just giving their thoughts and that we're giving Islamic perspective as well. So inshallah, we will have you in the next few episodes and look forward to it. So chasekala khair and mashallah, I'm glad you enjoy it. And I'm glad to have you as well, mashallah. Likewise, likewise. Yeah, Allah, inshallah. So, and alhamdulillah, and also for, and that's it for today's episode, inshallah. And I wish you success in this life and the after. And I ask Allah to give us all Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fil akhirat hasanatan wa qina adab anar. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ya Allah.